Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. As I mentioned in the last star, uh, the whole Live 95 crew should be out at Adair Manor today for the final day of the J.P. McManus Pro-Am 2020, guaranteed to be the celebrity, sporting and charity highlight of the year in the Limerick region and indeed across the country because of COVID-19 it's been pushed out by a year and it'll take place uh, this time in 2021 Uh, but we thought we'd have a chat uh, with some of the people who remember the last one well and uh, are looking forward to the next one Um, it was 10 years ago uh, would you believe uh, the last uh, JP McManus Pro Am uh, has been running in various forms and at various venues uh, since the 1990s and uh, I don't have to tell any of you listening uh, the huge benefit that uh, so many projects and communities have received uh, from the money raised uh, from it uh, over the last couple of decades. Uh, And before uh, we chat to some of my guests, uh, let's just remind ourselves of the last Pro-Am at Adair Manor in 2010. I started spotting all all day and all morning. Peter Jones, I got Jamie Redknapp, Perry Redknapp, Adair Manor um, proved Jane a haven Howie, for autograph hunters Derek during the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. Nick Kinnan. It's Jim Furyk. For some of the fans, though, an autograph just wasn't enough, as actor Michael Douglas found out. Can I get a kiss? Michael, hang on. We got it. This is my first time at Adair. And, uh, yeah, you... It was all too much for Jamie Redknapp ahead of his early tee-off time yesterday morning, having overindulged in JP's hospitality the night before. The red wine went down a little bit too sweet last night, which is uh, not always good. And that it was a good, good night, lovely night, and obviously looking forward to today. Amazing crowd yesterday. It looks like it's the same again, you know. Better have a putt, so I'm not the best at putting. No such concerns for Michael Flatley, the lord of the dance, seeming to feel very at home in the manor. You know, uh, today is all about JP. He's the greatest man I know. He's a remarkable human being. Uh, there's nobody I know that's as generous as he is. And what he's done for Limerick is just um, remarkable, really remarkable. And I think everyone who's here today is here to support JP in this great cause. The fans are really appreciating you giving some of your time here today as well. That's important, isn't it? You know, I'm the luckiest man in the world that they even know who I am. It's great. <laughs> And in the clubhouse, apprentice boss Bill Cullen was fired up for another day on the golf course. Best event I've ever been at. Much better than last. Yesterday was a super day. Great sunshine, slippery, slippery greens. And we had great, great fun as well, everything else. And a huge crowds. It was absolutely astonishing to see the number of people. It was like one of those big, big, big tournaments over in America. And uh, enjoyed it. Here we are today, and we have a bit of soft rain. And that will suit me very nicely on the greens, I can tell you. To the delight of Manny, it was an Irish winner again. This time, Tyrone man Darren Clark took the honours. He was presented with a cheque for €100,000 and a rather heavy one-off trophy, especially designed for the occasion by Lorenzo Quinn. You know, it's been a while since I've been in the winner's enclosure, so um, to come here and, and play against the field you just said and win is, is, is great. Um, and under, non, uh, not under any illusions, you know, it's a, it's a pro-am format. We're all here to have a bit of fun, but still, you know, I was trying, as I'm sure most of the guys were as well. So, uh, you know, if I can take that uh, form onward to Luckham this week, hopefully I'll go there and play, play really well as well. Do I understand that you postponed the flight? Were you supposed to fly out of here today? Yeah, I was supposed to fly uh, this afternoon over to Scotland, but obviously whenever I was up uh, at the top of the leaderboard... Um, 
it was something that I had to look at and I thought, well, I can't because um, it's JP's tournament and we all hold him in such high esteem that it would have been the wrong thing for me to do if I had a one and I wasn't here. You were talking about lifting the trophy, but you seem to be struggling there a while ago. It's quite heavy, is it? I can bench press a lot. I can lift a lot of dumbbells, but that one's pretty heavy. Have you got a place for it on your mantle? I will find somewhere very nice for it, yes. So you're not sticking around for the ball tonight, is it? No, I'm, no, I'm here for that as well. Oh, you're going so, to stay? Yeah, i got to stay. i just try and got to try not to drink too much Guinness, but we'll see. But I think you attributed your success here to drinking Guinness, is that right? Yeah, well, yes, I'm partial to it now and again. Okay, maybe not the best idea for the British Open. Probably not, but uh, now and again it's okay. All right, well, thanks for talking to me, Darren. Congratulations. Um, Tiger, Harry Redknapp, Shane Lowry, Glenda Gleeson, Liam Brady and Jamie Redknapp's wife. You've been doing better than I have at finding the celebrities today. <laughs> this, is the only, this is the best place. <laughs> so there was really great fun. It's amazing to remember all of that and the fun that was had uh, in 2010, 10 years ago now. And as I mentioned today, was meant to be uh, day two of the 2020 version of the JP McManus uh, Pro-Am. And uh, we have uh, some guests uh, on the line uh, to chat about all of that. Uh, Colm Hannan, who is the CEO of Adair Manor, is on the line, as is uh, Anita Higgins, who's the business development director there. And uh, our good friend Raf Rocca from Sporting Limerick is also uh, with us. Uh, Raf, a huge golf fan, uh, remembers uh, being at the Pro-Am in 2010 and was really looking forward uh, to this week, as we all were. And uh, you're all very welcome and good morning uh, to you. Um, uh, Colm, uh, it would normally be um, excitement, uh, colour, um, celebs, great golfers and, and lots more going on um, today. But in, in this strangest of years, that's just not to be uh, this July anyway. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Um, and absolutely, I mean, we would have we would have hoped to have had you and your team out here today because uh, you know all the planning and preparation and everything was was completed for this, and we were ready to roll. But uh, as you said, this is a highly unusual year we find ourselves in, and uh, it it has to be postponed, moved out a year. But you know what? Hold in, hang in there because it's going to be back bigger and better than ever in 2021, and. Uh, We've already we've already started um, all of the final preparations because most of the work has already been done and uh, it's just it, it moves out a year so um, ah yeah no we're we're all disappointed disappointed it's not on and you know we thought today yesterday in the air was the most glorious day the sun was out and it was just so beautiful and uh, and we really thought you know what a perfect day it would have been for the program to start today things have become slightly moister. So, um, so maybe someone was someone was looking down on us, but uh, nevertheless, it would have been a great event, and it will be a great event next year. Yeah, I mean the logistics of this and the number of people coming in and everything else that needed to be done meant that you had to make a relatively early decision, didn't you, to say right, the simplest and best thing to do here is to push it out by twelve months. Oh, absolutely. You know the sort of. Uh, and all credit goes to our volunteers and the committee and everybody that's been involved with it, from, you know, from booking accommodation and flights to arranging all of the sort of hospitality side of things and our own hospitality on site to getting the course ready. And our Alan McDonald and our greenkeeping team have done a super job at presenting the course. So it was all singing, all dancing, ready to go. But it'll, we'll tweak it even better for next year. But uh yeah, no, a lot, a lot of work, a lot of logistics goes into 
staging an event like this. And, you know, the, the field of golfers are equivalent to a major. So um, how fortunate is, you know, we all, are we all here to get, be able to, you know, watch such a fantastic um, array of uh, world-class players. So, yeah, yeah, big event. And uh, since the McManus family took over um, Adair Manor, obviously so much has gone on uh, on the golf course and the work there and the hotel itself. Um, uh, and uh, you would have had a perfect showcase for it over this couple of days. And it is a future Ryder Cup venue as well, isn't it, for 2026? So uh, there was an awful lot that you could have put on display uh, over the last few days. Yeah, Joe, there was. And I was only talking to Anita here earlier about how the place has really transformed since 2010. You know, in many ways, it's the same Adair Manor, same sort of um, beautiful place um, that attracts so many people and, you know, the character and the heritage of the place. But uh, all you have to do is walk around anywhere here and you'll see the the huge transformation both out on the golf course, the clubhouse, the manor, the grounds, everything is transformed. And we were really looking forward to showing this off to all of our international and Irish visitors. So, yeah. Today should have been the final day of the J.P. McManus Pro-Am at Adair Manor, the 2020 version, which has now become the 2021 uh, version. Uh, We've heard from Colm Hannan, who's CEO of Adair Manor, and we'll hear from Anita Higgins in a a moment. She's the Director of Business Development there. But I want to talk to our friend from Sporting Limerick, uh, Raf Rock, a huge golf uh, fan. Uh, Good morning to you, Raf. Morning, Joe. How are we doing? Not too bad um, at all. Um, you would have been hugely looking forward to, to this and you'd be enjoying it, kid in a, a sweet shop uh, type mentality, I'd imagine. Absolutely, Joe. And look, from the from the previous ones, I was at just as, as a spectator. I suppose that we'd have been at in a, in a professional capacity this time around. But nonetheless, you know, I think there's there's a massive buzz at the event in, in that you, you're kind of up close, and especially to, for, for people who play golf, you're up and close with the, uh, you know, some of these guys that you just watch from Thursday to Sunday evenings on the TV if they're playing in America, usually later later in the evenings. And you kind of you marvel that the TV doesn't do them justice sometimes when you when you're up close and you see how they actually hit the ball and, and the things they can actually do with the, with the golf club. So it's um, it, it really is jaw dropping stuff and it, it, it's like it is like Santa at Christmas time for for golf fans. I mean, it was just listening to um, uh, the report there from our then colleague, um, Eric Clark, who is now, of course, uh, with uh, Virgin Media Television, is their um, regional correspondent. Uh, the, the names, the people he got to chat to in 2010, uh, celebs, golfers, um, Darren Clark. And of course, since 2010, um, we already had seen a great run of Irish golfers doing amazing things. But since then, we've seen even more major winners um, from the island of Ireland. Uh, But it just gave a a small slice there of how amazing the two days is to the point that it's easy to become blasé about the event, isn't it, Raph? Because we become used to it. Yeah, and I think just because it's you know I think Ash it's there it's out the road like you think you know just because it's out the end, it's out the N twenty one that you're looking at it. but when you actually sit down and look at the list of of celebrities and of top quality golfers Graham McDonald, Phil Mickelson, Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, uh, Shane Lowry, Harry Carrington, and you go down through the list and you're going like those lads are going to be playing out here at a dare manner you know for two days and it's kind of like wow you know and, and I think it's a bit different this time in that. For the previous programs, we were going to the Adair Manor, which was one of the best parkland courses in Ireland. But this time, 
we're going to Adair Manor, which is going to be hosting the Ryder Cup. So I think it has that added element of excitement and that added extra that people are going to be saying, okay, so this is what the first toll is going to look like when, you know, when they're watching the Ryder Cup a couple of years or was it five years later, that they'll be saying, oh yeah, I remember that hole when I was there at the Pro-Am. So there's, there's that element to it as well now that it's not just a pro at one of the best, best parkland course in Ireland. It's, it's now uh, at, at a future Ryder Cup venue as well. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Anita Higgins is uh, the Director of Business Development at Adair Manor and she's on the line as well. Hi, Anita. How are you? Um, Hi, Joe. How are you? So you can do a real compare and contrast from 2010 uh, at Adair, uh, already uh, um, a splendid facility, a golf course and hotel. Uh, uh, so much has happened in the decades since. And, you know, just a pity that we're, we won't get the showcase today, but obviously it will happen all going well uh, in exactly a year's time. That's correct, Joe. Um, I suppose exactly what Rob said there. Uh, you know, Adair was always a, a great resort and a great heart. But, you know, the investments from the McManus family, the vision um, from them to what was created from when we closed in January 16 until, you know, before COVID um, has been incredible. And, you know, it just was a different resort. The, the accommodations and the capacity of people we could cater for, you know, how the golf course had just become, as you said, you know, one of the best in the world. Ryder Cup here in 2026 um, and it was really really exciting to see it at a different level and also to see I suppose the new pros that would have come on the circuit that would not have been here in 2010 and um, the new celebrities that wouldn't have been here in 2010 um, you know Jimmy Dornan was one of those that was announced to be here that you know um, wasn't here in 2010 and yes you know it was from the catering point of view the whole event was a lot bigger than what it used to be or what it had been in 2010 and, you know, the vision of Mr. McManus is always to be that it would get bigger and better um, on each time that it would be hosted. Yeah, the thing is, I know there were other names that were going to be announced, weren't there, closer to the event. We'll, we'll have to wait now about 12 months to find out who they were going to be. Absolutely. Do I have to wait too? So I'm in that same place as you are. So, yes, at least there's some excitement for us all still to come. Um, you know, but I think, you know, what's great is that, you know, so are such few people have looked for their tickets to be refunded. So, you know, the excitement is there. People are putting them away, keeping them safe for next year. Um, and, you know, it's like the committee is still there. The volunteers have still pledged their commitment to next year. The pros, their families, their kids. So, you know, everybody's just part of it. And I suppose that's what we've done with a lot of things this year. Thankfully, we're all safe here. We reopen on the 30th of July. We have to put a lot of restrictions in place for that reopening. Um, we're fortunate that, you know, um, some of the guidelines that we have taken, for example, you know, we're only selling 50% of our rooms, so we can keep those rooms off 24 hours in advance of your stay. And our team are working tirelessly here to get us ready for that opening. And I think, you know, yes, the poem, as I said, has been postponed, but we are all safe and well here, and that's important. And I suppose to pass on our thanks to frontline workers, um, you know, for all the work that they do during this crisis. Yeah, I was uh, in the spare room at home looking for something uh, yesterday evening and there I saw the caps that uh, we had bought as presents um, for uh, the 2020 version is still valid, as you say, uh, for next year. The other thing, of course, um, and, you know, we would have reflected that a lot on the Limerick Today show over uh, the last decade, um, uh, the amount of money raised and the number of causes that have benefited uh, from the Pro-Am. Yes, um, over 140 million has been raised to date, um, Joe. That's what's been raised. I was here. Um, I wasn't here in the 2000 program when the dinner was held here, but I was here in 2005 and 2010. 
but over 114 million euros have been raised. So it's phenomenal what's been raised. And, you know, so, so many local charities have benefited so much from it over the years. It's, it's really fantastic. Mm. Uh, Raf, you know, it's almost ridiculous and lots of people listening will have uh, been there in 2010 or maybe one of the um, earlier versions uh, that there is so much freedom uh, for people uh, to to roam and to mingle and I mean every corner you turned you were bumping into either one of the top golfers in the world or one of the top celebrities from all sorts of backgrounds you know, entertainment, business, you name it Yeah, and I think that's what sets the the pro-am format aside from an actual professional golf event you know like if there was an Irish Open there versus uh, the pro-am it allows uh, I suppose kids and fans to have the access to, to their heroes that they wouldn't otherwise have and I think that's the real special element of it and to be honest with you most of the um, you know any any of the uh, of the celebrities I saw or the golf player or the, or the golf professionals were more than willing to give their time be it for photographs autographs or whatever it was so I think that that's an added element it's not it's not a golf tournament it's a it's, it's almost like a kind of a, a community stroke family event with, with, with a load of superstars and celebrities Yeah I have to say I remember interviewing and meeting uh, Graham McDowell um, the great golfer from the north of course and a major winner uh, himself there in 2010 and certainly one of the nicest people that I've ever met in, in a sport or, or celebrity um, context and uh, lots of other people you say generous in giving their time as well um, so Rafa we just have to wait those of us who are sports fans and uh, people listening who enjoy the celeb spotting and hang on in there uh, for another 12 months yeah, absolutely and anyone who's qualified for it has 12 months of practice to make an impression <laughs> that's true yeah absolutely <laughs> Um, Anita, finally, of course, it's been a challenging time for hotels, including Adair Manor, because of of COVID-19, and you're moving ahead now. Yes, absolutely, Joe. We're fortunate that we've got um, a lot of self-catering on property as well. So, you know, um, whilst we fill 50% of the rooms in the Manor House so we can have 50% of the rooms vacant each night, we do have the option to, or sorry, we do have the self-catering cottages available. Um, You know, the market at the moment is the Irish market. They've been very, very good to us. The bookings are coming in. Um, you know, staycation, we're hearing that word. And, you know, what a better place could you come to stay but a dare? Um, you know, with the 842 acres here in the, the estate, the activities, the open air, a dare village. Um, and, you know, it, I suppose, it gets you onto the wild Atlantic way. So, yes, um, it is an Irish market for now. But, you know what, we're getting opening. We're getting back up and running. Team members are starting to come back. So, yes, um, Hopefully, it'll all you know. Stay, we'll all stay safe, and uh, we get opened again on the thirtieth of July. Our carriage house is opened at the moment. We open that um, on Wednesday the first, and the golf course we've had members there since the 29th of May, and then gone through the different phases. So it's great to see you know so many people out playing golf and enjoying um, the golf course as well. Not yes. as many today with this rain, but as yes. Mr. Hannan said. You know, maybe there was a reason for everything. And, you know, it would have been a difficult today, day today, Joe, with all this rain. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Anyway, listen, as I said earlier, we're not allowed to feel sorry for ourselves that we're not out in the day no. today with everything <laughs> that's happened over the last few months. But it is nice having gone through some grim times and had to cover some really awful things on this show over the last few months uh, to cheer ourselves up thinking of the J.P. McManus Pro-Am 2010, uh, what could have been and what all going well, will be again uh, this time next year in 2021. Thank you very much uh, to Raf Rocca from Sporting Limerick, Anita Higgins, Director of Business Development at Dare Manor, and Colm Hannan, the CEO there, uh, for joining us this morning. Call Limerick today now on 461995.